0: to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton.
1: Top of the morning to you on this Thursday, where we're a little more than 72 hours out from Super Bowl 57, and as of now, we have nine hours left in a trade deadline that has over-delivered. How the heck are you? Miller and Moulton here on the Florida Sports Network. FloridaSportsNetwork.com. Good morning to you, Mark. How are you? I'm
2: doing great, David. It's uh, been a heck of a night. Holy cow. (laughs) (laughs) These execs working long hours in the NBA. I think the
1: association has stumbled upon something. Super Bowl week. That's their week.
2: They've owned it.
1: Owned it. Owned it. And if you think about it, America has figured out the whole conference championship games are over. In two weeks, we're going to have the Super Bowl. We don't need any of the hype. Okay. Eventually, we get around to planning. Are we going somewhere for the Super Bowl? Are we having people over for the Super Bowl? And hey, did you give Tony the 20 bucks and get in on the Super Bowl squares? What are our numbers? I mean, does it take two weeks to do any of that? No. So what does that take? You know, uh, did you, a couple of emails, a text. I mean, you know, did you run into somebody at work. We can take care of what we need to take care of. NBA says, tell you what we're going to do. All right. I have a trade deadline. When? Super Bowl week. Ain't nothing going on that week. Let's pay them back for taking Christmas away from us, those rat Blankety-blanks. Yeah.
2: What a week for the association. I mean, obviously, you're not going to have LeBron passing the scoring record every time, but you don't need it if you have a trade deadline.
1: Well, in a trade deadline, that over delivers. And there's still time. There's still time. There are all-star players out there who reportedly are still on the block. All right, nice. And I'll tell you what, Mark. Whether you're really into the nitty-gritty of the association like young Felipe or whether or not you're just a casual sports fan, what do we got? We got teams that are going for it. That's what we got. How is that a bad thing?
2: It's not. It's not at all. I mean, here we had one trade going on around you know about halftime of the Heat game and halftime of Celtics. We've got the Lakers trade going
1: on. Right. Right. Which was a nice trade. It's a solid trade. It's a three-teamer. You got like eight players. You got like five draft picks. All right. Bada bing, bada boom. There's some guys making deals for now. Some guys making deals for tomorrow. Some guys making deals for a week from tomorrow. Okay. it makes sense. Plus, you got the Lakers involved. So, okay. It's solid. It's a good start to the night.
2: Yeah. And then kaboom.
1: Bang! From way downtown. Kevin Durant a Phoenix Sun. What was it? A little more than 24 hours, 48 hours after Kyrie Irving became a Dallas Maverick. You know, it's as if the Brooklyn Nets were listening to Miller and Moulton. Or Dallas and Phoenix were listening to Miller and Moulton saying, listen, if you're in the Western Conference, Have you taken a look at the standings? I mean, if you put a little three-game winning streak together, you can go from, like, 12th to 6th. And, I mean, outside of the Denver Nuggets, I mean, seriously? The Denver Nuggets? Oh, I can't make a deal. We can't catch Denver. Denver? Denver? This, This isn't the Colorado Avalanche here, all right? This isn't John Elway's Broncos. It's the Denver Nuggets. Please. And so the teams are going, you know what? This whole Western Conference thing, this sucker's wide open. Why don't we get some really good players, all-stars even, from the East, bring them to the West, and see what can happen.
0: How about the Hall? So, Suns receive Kevin Durant and TJ Warren. Nets get Mikel Bridges,
1: Cam Johnson, okay. Jay Crowder, and Four first-round picks. Here's the problem, though. If Phoenix is going to be really good for the next three, four, five years, those first-round picks are all going to be, like, between 24 and 30.
0: Throwing a pick swap in there as well.
1: Uh, But, you know, I don't understand the whole pick swap. So let me get this straight, Mark. You're really good. I'm not. But I have the rights to a pick swap. Well, why am I going to swap picks? Thank you. Uh, my picks in the top 10, your picks in the bottom 10. So, uh, to me, that's one of those things, you know, it looks good on paper. Four first-round picks and a pick swap. That's great.
2: By 29, and, that might be a good pick.
1: I was going to say, you know. just Maybe 27. Got, yeah. And, but and the first the way, two aren't
2: going to be worth anything. I mean, the first-round picks, you can get lucky. I get all of that. But they should be. Bottom third picks.
1: Well, I will say this. Okay. Felipe, if you were Matt Ishby, he's the new billionaire owner of the Phoenix Suns. I mean, do you sell now? Are you a legend? You've had the team two days. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do anymore.
2: No. Yes, he can. No, no. Because what he just did gives this team a shot at a title.
1: For the next few years, right. By the way, Mark, quick question. I'm pretty sure you know the answer, and by pretty sure, I know you know the answer. Mark, how many NBA titles do the Phoenix Suns It'll be have? zero? So what you're saying is, if they could win one,
2: and they're the team. Make no mistake. I'm sure the Arizona Cardinals have a great following in and around the Phoenix area, but the Suns were first.
1: For a long That's time. That's their team. Yes. The Valley of the Suns.
0: And they've, they've been to the finals in three different eras of basketball. The, the pre-ABA Joiner era, the Jordan era, and the modern era.
1: Correct. And they've lost all three times. In six. Yes. All three times.
2: To green uh-huh. teams. And the other side of it is, who right now... Are the Phoenix Suns' biggest rival?
1: Um, well, Dallas. Waiting. Yeah. We, yeah.
2: Dallas, and I mean that's the other sexy of this. Where did Kyrie just go? Dallas. And Kevin Durant's now where? Phoenix. In Phoenix. There.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Valuable drop in Felipe. It's
2: where he learns one's enough.
1: Well, the second one's okay. All right, just, just don't. One for Kyrie, you, one for KD, you know. You, right. You don't want to throw three fastballs in the same spot and think the third one's going to get through.
2: I'm pretty sure the second one's still traveling.
1: We're done. First one was a called strike. Second one got fouled back. All right, third one's going to get hit out of the park. Need to come back with the slider just off the plate. So that's for all of you excited about pitchers and catchers reporting next week. Just a little dash there.
2: Right. That's where they play catch for a couple of days before the rest of the players show up.
1: And then they they run around in the outfield while games are being played. It's cute. Still it
2: really my favorite is. part about spring training.
1: It really is. <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you what. You know, we we put the NBA on the shelf. We Heismaned the NBA for the first three months of the season. And we took it off the shelf and really started talking about it. Turned out the right time. It's smart business by the NBA. Just, just do whatever the, you're doing through the conference championship games. And then once they're done, you know what? Get to work. Get to work. Conduct some business. Yeah.
2: So the NBA went nuts yesterday. Yeah. And the Phoenix Suns now look as if they're the, are they the front runner? Obviously, with Kevin Durant. I mean, out of the West, I wouldn't say the league. No, out of out of the West. Out of the West. Maybe.
1: And this is a chance. I mean, Durant needs to deliver a title. That's a guy whose post-playing reputation, legacy, desperately needs to win a championship away from Golden State. Because his two rings with the Warriors are viewed about as well as Barry Switzer's Super Bowl title with the Cowboys.
2: That's a great comparison, David. I don't even know who that is
1: exactly most people believe jimmy johnson won all three super bowl championships with the cowboys
0: now i know who that is
1: so that's what kevin durant's got riding mark he's got the rest of this year and three more under contract he'll have chris paul maybe for like two or three of these runs and booker and ayton in the valley of the sun. Need a championship, young man. You need a championship.
2: Think about it, he gets traded to where the Super Bowl is right now, where all the media are. I mean- I know! Everything about this is so perfect for the NBA. And you've gotta think somewhere, Roger Goodell, who wants to own every day, every media event, every bit of the television time has to be ticked off because the only thing we heard from him yesterday is officiating is better than it's ever been.
1: Ever. Never been better. Never been better. Listen, okay? Listen to me. Not your lion eyes, okay? You listen to me. I'm the authority around here. I'm the sheriff. I'm the hammer. I'm Raj, and what I say goes. You ask the questions. By the way, we have a great record on diversity, and our officiating has never been better. Huh? Refute that.
2: (laughs) Not with facts or anything, but just-
1: No. Because I said so. That's why.
2: That's news in this era. If I say it, it's true.
1: Yeah. Hold on one second. I just got another text from Jerry Jones. Is that what he wants me to talk about? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. My burner phones. I just Bob Kraft wants me to mention. Okay, I got my talking points. All right, I'm ready for your questions.
2: Wow. You know? Wow. <laughs> That's a right and a left right there.
1: Yeah, you Hey, know, give it the hammer.
2: Might have been a double bang all by itself. Miller and Moulton. Thanks for listening. Back with more in a moment right here on the Florida Sports Network.
0: Welcome back to Miller & Moulton, only on the Florida Sports Network.
1: 21 minutes past the hour, Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. We will talk plenty of football on the show today. Dalton Miller from Pro Football Network next hour, Matt Moscona, apparently Derek Carr and the Saints are being linked together. We'll talk to Matt, who got a promotion yesterday. We'll congratulate him on that and talk to him in our eight o'clock hour. Roger Goodell with the State of the League address yesterday. But really, I mean, between now and you know Sunday at 6 30, I mean, what the heck's gonna happen? But what is happening is in the association where Mark, you know, we have to mourn the passing of one of the legendary big threes. You know, kind of like Jordan Pippen and Rodman. You know, before that it was Jordan Pippen and Horace Grant. You know, kind of like Larry, Robert, and McHale. You know, like Troy, Michael, and Emmett. I mean, legendary triplets. KD, Kyrie, and James Harden. What a what a legacy that those three had. The likes of which we will we will probably never see again. They played 16 games together, Mark, in Brooklyn. 16 games together in Brooklyn. 16 games. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, just like Vasilevsky, Hedman, Stamkos, you know, legendary triplets, Mark.
2: Wow, that's a... I mean that's a legendary triplets in Tampa Lightning circles. That's a stretch.
1: Well, anywhere I mean,
2: beyond all, that, but well, but well they're done. All Hall
1: of Famers. They're all they're all going to be Hall of Famers. I got gotcha. you. I mean Sapp Brooks and Lynch. You know, each layer of the Super Bowl champion defense, all Hall of Famers.
2: Bacon, lettuce, tomato.
1: Right. I'll
2: tell you what, that big three was. One of the greatest NBA two K teams of all time. Because they're
0: always healthy in video games.
1: That's 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 sports of the modern era right there. <laughs> oh, but it's a it's a dark day, Mark. Oh I just uh,
2: the the funny thing is, is that all this happened, and Brooklyn put that together. And nothing ever happened. Now the the Nets can go right back to being what they were.
1: Apparently, an NBA franchise in the New York metropolitan area. I guess
2: on the witness protection program.
1: Right. So, funny thing is, they've actually got a bunch of pretty good to good players i mean they in theory they could be a pretty good to good team i mean they just they can't win anything but that's okay the team that's playing a couple boroughs away from them hasn't won anything in 50 years so you know what the heck
2: brooklyn's in the playoffs right now yeah okay i
1: mean uh, no one cares
2: no nobody cares
1: yeah that franchise is over for a while you can take that franchise you can put it on the shelf
2: The only thing right now is that if TNT or ESPN had planned on doing Brooklyn Nets games that they already had penned in, they've got to figure out how to way to substitute those games for other games. That's the biggest thing that's happening in Brooklyn Nets circles right now is inside the programming departments at ESPN and at TNT, they're having some high-level meetings to figure out how the hell they get the Brooklyn Nets off their schedule for the rest of the season.
1: And the people who work in their marketing and ticket departments, okay, are very sad. Very sad. Because... It's going to be, it's going to be hard.
2: The ticket scalpers who bought year. season tickets thinking that yeah. they could get a nice return on their investment. They're not doing
1: well today. I don't even think they did top 10 in attendance with Kevin Durant. No. Imagine now. There are certain franchises out there that really don't have much of a fan base. Even when they're winning. That's one of them. And they didn't really have it in New Jersey either. So, obviously, I did that tongue-in-cheek. But I thought you'd have some fun with it. One of the legendary big threes put together. Yes. But it is also a cautionary tale, right? I mean, we're going to have many teams who continue to load up. And they go up, and they get this guy, and they get this guy, and they get this guy, They it's like, oh, man, look at them. And then somebody is going to say, yeah, but remember the Brooklyn Nets. They put Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving and James Harden together and look what happened.
2: I think your first point last segment's the the big one though. Kevin Durant's got you know 2 or 3 years here to win a title. Yes. Or else.
1: Or I mean, you know, Hall of Famer and uh, great Yeah, I got gotcha. you, and...
2: but he will be I mean, he, he obviously doesn't have very thick skin. <laughs>
1: What made you come to that conclusion? And the people
2: who like to give give it to Kevin Durant are every, you know, if they lose in the first, second round of the playoffs, it's all going to come on who? Kevin Durant.
1: hmm
2: And there's part of me, the real cynical part of me that's now become, I told Felipe before the show, well, you wanted me to like Luca. <laughs> this may have done it. This may have done it.
1: <laughs> so you mean now there are enough villains around him that you may go back to you know the the enemy of the enemy is my friend. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, not that you know many people besides Felipe care, but you know Chris Paul needs to win a ring also. I mean, great player and all that, but. If he doesn't want to end up on that John Stockton, Carl Malone, Patrick Ewing list, I mean, Charles Barkley, I mean, now you got Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, and you're a point guard. I mean, if you can't win a title, I mean, dude, no offense, we're going to debate your greatness for whatever that's worth.
2: But at the end of the day, the association having a terrific week, taking the NFL and slapping them around during Super Bowl week for media attention.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize all these NHL people started working in the NBA. I mean, this is how it's supposed to be.
2: NHL offices right now, should we move our trade deadline to Super Bowl week?
1: I was going to say, Major League Baseball's thinking, man, we got to take a look at some dates. If you're Major League Baseball, do you make your big free agency week, Super Bowl week? Ah, there's nothing going on that week. where the NFL announce where their Super Bowls are? That's where we're going to have our meetings. All the deals have to take place there. Where are they going to be next year? Vegas? Okay, first week of February, Vegas it is. It's where we're conducting all our business.
2: I mean, Raj lying to us on stage, Michael Irvin getting thrown out of the Super Bowl are the two biggest stories of Super Bowl week so far.
1: I can't believe, Mark, you would accuse Roger Goodell of lying.
2: I'm sorry. Roger Goodell gave the State of the League address in which he said officiating's never been better.
1: Well, he also said that he's proud of uh, the league's record on diversity. Which, of course, had everybody looking around going, who's this guy work for?
2: Robert Kraft and Jerry Jones.
1: <laughs> he looks an awful lot like the commissioner of the NFL, but what league is he talking about? Is he talking about the XFL, the USFL? What's, what is he talking about? So, so we had going on yesterday and we got a golf tournament in Phoenix too, in which actually people we've heard of are playing in it. Wow.
2: You know you got to get there at like 3 in the morning just to get to the par 3? I mean, they're lined up that early. Yeah. Really? They're lined up that early to get there.
1: That's a little crazy.
2: All day drunk like none others. The starting five. That's next. Thanks for getting up with us, Miller and Moulton, right here on the Florida Sports Network.
0: You're listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network.
1: 22 minutes before the hour, Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. Dalton Miller, Pro Football Network, will join us one hour from now. I don't know if you're aware, but it's Super Bowl 57 week. Yep, there's one more football game. I know, I know. It seems like we haven't had a football game in forever. It's going to be a hell of an off season, isn't it? We'll do it together. We will do it together. Matt Moscona, already looking ahead. That's what you do when you're working in New Orleans and Baton Rouge. You're already looking ahead. He will join us two hours from now because they may have themselves a replacement for Drew Brees. Of course it's a couple years too late but you know we'll, we'll get to that with matt coming up in a couple hours a few things happened since you um, went to bed and got up this morning if you're unaware it is time for the
0: starting five five stories you need to know it's the starting five on miller and Moulton. here's number one
1: you know you were probably aware last night that the Lakers, the T wolves and the Utah jazz got together a little eight player, three draft pick deal. It was cute. Okay. It was maybe even a little bit bigger than cute. D'Angelo Russell and a couple of other good players end up going to the Lakers, believe it or not, Lakers roster is not bad. They could get their act together in about two dozen games. They might be decent. Meanwhile, the Timberwolves get Mike Conley, another player, and some picks. Utah gets Russell Westbrook, two additional players, and the Lakers' 2027 first-round draft pick. Which, if you look at LeBron's timeline and what have you, that they might not be good in 2026. So that pick could be pretty... Hi. So that was that was a good solid trade. <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets and the Phoenix Suns said, "Yeah, I got you a good solid trade right here."
2: Yeah, that was halftime of the first game. That got us through, you know, a little before uh, that. That that got us through the early games.
1: I mean, that maybe is an appetizer. I mean, honestly, if that cleans your cleansed your palate, How about Kevin Durant to the Suns for Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, four first-round picks, and a pick swap? Got traded for eight guys. And yet everybody thinks Phoenix won the deal. (laughs) That's how hard it is to get equal value for a great player. I will say... It appears, Mark, as if the Nets catered to KD a little bit. Because you can't convince me, and Felipe, you know, pays attention closer than most of us who are listening combined. But there were a couple teams out there, like you can't tell me New Orleans couldn't have put together a better package than this. If for no other reason, Mark, then New Orleans has picks from teams that are going to be really good picks here in the next year or two. Where all these draft picks that we talked about, well, if Phoenix is contending for the title for the next three, four seasons, I mean, how good are these picks?
0: Well, Kevin Durant's expensive also.
1: Who cares? No, honestly, because it's not a hard cap. It's not, it, it's, it's softer than the NFL cap, Felipe. I mean, you can maneuver, you can pay taxes. This guy, I, the cap's not a big deal. They're, every now and then there's like, no, no, no. We literally, we can't make this deal because it doesn't fit in the cap, but you've got trade exceptions and exemptions and you got cap. Then you got the tax bracket. Then, you, I mean, it ain't the NHL. The NHL is a hard, no excuse given cap, not a dollar. Who cares? Kevin Durant's expensive guy just paid 4 billion for the team. Like he cares how much Kevin Durant costs. But anyway, that's the deal and what an error it was in Brooklyn.
2: We'll talk about this era in Brooklyn for years. Every time a big three is put together and fails miserably, we'll see if it was as bad as the big three that Brooklyn put together with Kyrie, KD, and Harden.
1: They played 16 games together.
2: I don't think it will ever be replicated.
1: <laughs> ah, KD and Kyrie played 74 games together. In three and a half years, by the way. Yeah, okay. KD was out an entire season with injury, So, in two and a half years, they played 74 games together. Mm -hmm. They won one playoff series, by the way, during this era. Ah, boy, there's going to be 30 for 30s made about this. Uh, They played some NBA basketball last night. Last games before the deadline at 3 o'clock today. Heat struggled, but held off the Pacers, 116-111. They did not cover, however. The line was six. Celtics beat the Sixers, 106-99. I got to be honest, this would be a fun playoff series. Second round, conference final, something like that. This would be fun. You get the fans and the teams who, you know, will try to recreate the past as if it's the 80s. You you know, when Boston had a big three, Mark. Right. You know, Parrish, McHale, Bird. Ever hear of them?
2: And the Sixers had a big seven.
1: Well, they also had the Boston Strangler. You know. Remember when we talked to Andrew Tony with Felipe? All right. Ah, those were the days. Minnesota beat Utah by 25, which is funny because those two teams were involved in the deal and a whole bunch of guys were traded and sitting there in street clothes because they had to go to the wrong locker rooms. Uh, Cleveland beat Detroit by 28. Kyrie with 24. Mavs led from start to finish. Beat the Clippers in LA 110-104. And Golden State was on the road, so you know what that meant.
2: That's a loss.
1: Portland beat them 125-122. Blazers traded Josh Hart to the Knicks for Cam Reddish in a first-round pick. I actually think that's a good deal for the Knicks. And it reunites Hart with Jalen Brunson. Remember those two played together for a couple of years at Villanova. Uh you know we said Florida needed a big win. Right. And that
2: what an opportunity you
1: know, they had. They really did in Tuscaloosa last night against the third ranked Crimson Tide of Alabama. Mark they trailed 52-23 at the half. 52 23
2: Alabama must have let everybody know in their locker room that this is a big game for Florida they're going to come out hard you better be ready for what the Gators have and the Gators on the other hand said
1: I'd rather play in the NIT and there's not one you, anymore two and those wide receivers they really exploited that Gator secondary last night 97 69 was the final wow 6th uh, ranked Tennessee was a 10 point favorite at Vandy. They had beaten the Commodores 11 straight times. Vandy hit a 3 at the buzzer and beat them 66-65
2: after a clanked free throw late.
1: Second loss in a week in the SEC for Tennessee. And we wondered why was 11th ranked Iowa State in Morgantown, West Virginia against the second to last place team in the Big 12, West Virginia. Why were the Cyclones a a three-and-a-half-point underdog? It's because West Virginia scored the final six points of the game and beat them 76-71 for a win and a a cover. cover. Syracuse beat Florida State 76-67. Jim Boeheim, still the coach of Syracuse until he wants to step down.
2: And he let everybody know that last
1: week although he tried to spin it a couple days ago and said, you know, listen, I'm working in conjunction with the university. In all seriousness, if you're Syracuse, don't you think it's time to pull a Bobby Bowden? Don't you think it's time to, like, name Jerry McNamara coach-in-waiting and to put a shelf life on Jimmy B?
2: Well, if you don't, because Beheim doesn't care anymore. I mean, he backtracked what he said, but he also said Wake Forest is cheating.
1: Well, he said Pitt, Wake, Miami, and and Miami. Right. Just Miami bought a team, Pitt bought a team, Wake bought a team. (laughs) Steve Forbes held the press conference in which he said, "Uh, I can assure you, we haven't spent $1 on NIL with anybody on this team. He goes, I don't know about Pitt and Miami. (laughs) There must be a different Wake Forest I don't know about. Uh Jeff Capel, by the way, said no comment. All right. Steve Forbes was cracking jokes. Ah no, it's Beheim and I talked. I love the guy. Okay. Jeff Capel, no comment. Uh UCF beat Wichita State, seventy two sixty seven. South Florida got beat by Memphis at home by eighteen last night, ninety nine eighty one. You know, that's never good. See when that happens at home, the A D can be there watching. It's not good, especially when this is supposed to be a big year for you, Brian Gregory, and the AD didn't hire you. So I'm just saying, not good, not good. Um, women's basketball, you know, it probably would have been good. If I had, if I filled in the score, you know, because UConn was losing late to Marquette. So, and lost lost. So there you go. 59 52. So there.
2: Well it's like the first time they've lost two in a row and since first time they've lost two straight games since 1993
1: the early days well ooh what month
2: oh you're killing me
1: well only because it's possible that was still the George Herbert Walker Bush administration if it was before January 20th It probably was after that. It probably was the early days of the Clinton administration, but still put it this way. It's pre-Newt Gingrich as Speaker of the House. Well,
2: it's it's also BF before Philly.
1: That's right. Uh, FGCU beat Stetson by 42 last night. They're on a roll. They've won their last three games all in state by a combined 140 points.
2: Give some of those points to the men's team. They need them.
1: They do. Oh. And they're in action tonight. UCF beat Cincinnati 60-57 in women's action. Only two hockey games last night. Rangers beat Vancouver 4-3, Dallas over Minnesota 4-1. There was some coaching news yesterday. First off, the Dolphins hired an offensive line coach, Butch Berry. He was the offensive line coach with the Broncos last year. Broncos players took to social media to say, this guy was terrible. He was a joke. We laughed at him. Can't believe he got another job. That doesn't happen very often in the national football league. So Dolphin, let's see how this works out. And Mike Norvell got a contract extension through 2029 Florida State football coach is now making 8.05 million dollars. I believe second in the ACC to Debo. Uh, Roger Goodell said the NFL officiating's never been better. Head of the NFL PA Damaris Smith wants to eliminate the NFL combine. That's after Troy Vincent, who's second in command in the NFL, referred to the combine as a slave auction at NFL meetings in December. Brock Purdy's surgery will be in two weeks. Remember, do the math how long he's going to be out. Now, don't know if Brock Purdy will even be healthy for opening day. And the Washington Commanders say Sam Howell is going to be their number one quarterback next year, the fifth-round pick out of North Carolina, who was their third string but started the final game of the year and that gentleman was
0: that was the starting five every weekday morning at this time on miller and Moulton.
1: that's right troy vincent called the combine a slave auction and Demaris smith said that we may do our own version of the combine and the players will have to choose which one they want to go to
2: so one slave auction or the other? I, I don't know how. I, I think that's a laughable yes. statement.
1: Uh, yes. Uh-huh. And I don't even
2: know if laughable is the right word.
1: No. no, it's a absurd, ridiculous. Okay, actually, maybe should have been fired.
2: Offensive of statement. statement would be a better although way to put it.
1: Although it was said behind closed doors. But uh, a okay. Few, few people were so offended, they made sure that they got out publicly. Wow. So how about that? What if there's there's a movement to eliminate the combine
2: or to have two?
1: <laughs> What's the NFL network going to do for programming?
2: Miller and Moulton right here, Florida Sports Network.